This is Channel 253. In this episode of What Say You? You know Shanique with the bad girl that lives inside of me. Oh, what did you do? Oh, I, I, it was Shaniqua. What did she do? She jumped up. She lives inside of you, so was you too, but just go ahead. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. What say you? Real sisters. Real talk. What say you? Down-to-earth conversations between sisters about life, work, family, and the pursuit of an anti-racist community. Hi, I'm Audrey. And I'm Melanie. What What say say you? Sister, what say you? Welcome back to the United States of America. Girl! I'm home. You are. You Ooh, think- but I Listen, girl, I can't say I want to kiss the ground, though. Oh, no, we don't want to do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, you were gone <laughs> a long, long time. It seemed like forever. So listen, I know you have some stories to share. Listen, God gave me the opportunity to be away from the United States of America for five weeks. So I was on sabbatical. That's the way that I'm, that's the way I framed it in my mind was a five week sabbatical to just check out, you know, and, and who gets that other than people who are blessed. Mm -hmm. And that's what I stand on. I'm a blessed woman. And so I got a chance to unplug Get away from, I just kept saying, mean-spirited people, mean-spirited, just hate. And I still have in my mind the babies that's in the cages. And and be in a place of tranquility and vibrancy and peaceful people. Oh dear! I'm peaceful uh, people. Wow, I'm. Uh, I guess the word I'm. I don't want to say envious because that sounds like I'm hating on you, but I am feeling everything that you just said, and that it, you are blessed because there are many people out there who will never, in their lifetime, get an opportunity to do what you did to be in that space and to have all of that that you were given. So tell me, how do you handle that? I I think that I just thought of something that I want to talk about. You said you were blessed. Yes. What does feeling, what does that feel like? What does being blessed feel like? Oh, girl, I'm so glad you asked because I can, I can speak on that because I, totally remember my valley experience you know and everyone has them mm-hmm. when you're in your valley you can't see straight even for me depression was all over me and um it was hard to get up in the morning i wanted to stay in the dark all the time what was your so, valley experience was i there yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
was I there? Did I know you was in the valley at the time? Girl, you might not have known, but you kind of know because that's when I had gotten, remember when I left my job and then I didn't have a job or a title anymore. And oh, back like, with the state? Was that with yeah. the state? Yeah, that was when, well, uh, yeah, oh, that was in the, uh, yeah. Huh? Was that back in the 90s? 90s, yeah. yeah. Mm. That was back in the 90s. And you mm. know, I'm, I'm dealing with all the stuff about why you leave that good job and da 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 And in my mind, I'm thinking about, I want to go forward. I want to, uh, you know, I had been to South Africa already. You remember that. And then it, I came home and I'm all excited. And, you know, just long story short, it, it didn't work out the way that I thought it was going to work out. And so that was that was all the source of trouble. I mean, trouble, 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 as far as what people see as trouble. You know, the finances and mm -hmm. the bankruptcy and, you know, the, the people don't want to talk to you anymore because you ain't got a title. You know, they think you ain't got nothing anymore, so you don't have a title. So, yeah, that's the valley. And I was back there not being able to understand anything, just just taking it as it came mm. and not seeing what was forward. So this opportunity to be in the motherland for five weeks and and living in my purpose, girl, 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 girl. Just well, speak, well what is your purpose? Remember we used to uh back in college? Way what's back your name? In, what's your name? name? What's your purpose what's in your life? Purpose in life? <laughs> so what is your purpose in life? So I've I've always said that my purpose in life is to teach. That's what it that's what I've I've said for a long time. My purpose in life is to teach. But then I also have a mission statement. You know, my mission statement is to acquire massive financial wealth so I can spend the rest of my life giving it away. Mm, That's, I like that. I, I made that up a long time ago. I say it at the drop of a hat to acquire massive financial wealth so I can spend the rest of my life giving it away. I did that in a workshop. You know how you be going to a workshops and stuff and they teach you how to write stuff. So. Well I want to, I, I think, you know, when you were just talking about the valley, your valley, mm -hmm. I think that in order to recognize uh, blessings and being blessed, you have to have gone through a valley mm -hmm. or valleys. Yeah. So you were able to uh, talk about your valley and I, or your, and I'm sure there's been more than one over time because you know you owe. Um, which is not a that's not shade it just is you know the longer how life is yeah the longer you you're on the earth the more that you go through and the more that you go through the more likely you will have gone through more valleys than someone who's younger with that said um i am interested in hearing because you know i did not go to africa have not gone to Africa all these years that you've gone to Africa. I know because you won't get on the damn plane. I, uh, let's not get it twisted. I get on planes. You won't go that long on a plane. Thank you very much. I okay. just would not get on a plane that long. But I long. keep telling you there's drugs for that girl. You just take you to go to sleep. 
I know there are I know there are drugs. I know that there are other methodologies that could be, you know, uh, utilized with their class, business class. That's what could be utilized. I know, I understand. Look, what I'm saying is, um, give us more perspective because there's listeners out there who's who are not gonna take that uh, go that long on a plane as well. So I'm always interested in your perspective about um, what did you see? What did you hear? And what was the biggest blessing? If you only had to choose one besides being there, what's the biggest one? All right. So let's just let's just say to the listeners for a minute why I went there, okay, and where I went. Because Africa as a continent, there are 54 countries. So from February, the, I'm trying to think when I left, February 15th, and I came back on, on the 18th, I went to South Africa, Kenya, and um, Ghana. So overall in nautical miles, the ones that they they deal with for in the air, I went 24,000 nautical miles. What? Mm-hmm. In a month. Oh, my goodness. I sure did. And so, and then, and then that doesn't even count the miles that I spent on the ground as far as the work in the ministry that I was doing. So I want to put that in perspective. Now, South Africa had an agenda. That's because I'm tied to the sister city committee for the city of Tacoma. And um, the city has, I want to say 15 sister cities all over the world. And that's a that's a thing. I just want people to Google Sister Cities International, you know, Sister Cities International, so you can learn about the organization. But what it really does is promotes um, cultural understanding. And at this point in time in the world, Lord knows, you know, we need some cultural understanding. Honey, mm. Mm. That's a mm. whole nother. Yeah. I was so going to say that's a whole nother iPad. That's another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but that's why I give big ups to Sister Cities because that's what they do, you know, promote cultural relations and economic development, people to people kind of relationships. And so with South Africa, the municipality of George is the sister city to the city of Tacoma. And it has been our sister city for. 23 years Mm -hmm. and I've been a member of that committee for 23 years you know from the very beginning and now I serve as chair and so this this trip was very monumental in that it was the largest delegation hear what I'm saying the largest outbound delegation of sister city travel that the city of Tacoma has ever experienced. Wow. Plus, it was attended by the mayor, Mm -hmm. the deputy mayor, Mm. three college presidents from Bates Technical College, Tacoma Community College, and Everett Community College, and their staff. I mean, we had business people, people that were on their bucket list list experiences. Cause you know, our Dorothea, honey, she was like, I'm there. I want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Dorothea was on the trip and 
people like her that just said, I, you know, I want to go to Africa, I, some part of it. So they joined us. There was 22 of us all together. Wow. And we showed up in South Africa. And all I can say is we showed up and we showed out. We, um, what we do, what we do every time when we go to George is we try to, um, what am I trying to say? We try to, for our community service, we try to offer them something in the realm of, of education or some kind of way to uplift the community because the, the father of apartheid, I call it, his name is P.W. Botha. You mm-hmm. might have heard of him in history. He's from George. So they are like super oppressed in their mind. You know, when we talk about oppression and oppressed or repressing, who is that? Oppressed. Because you talk about apartheid, which is our racism. Mm-hmm. And theirs was very overt when ours was covert. And they've only just gotten rid of it. Or No, they ain't gotten rid of it. They've only just legally abolished it in 1994, which is in our lifetime. So you know that the mindsets of the people, some of them still live in it. I was getting ready to say that. So what we hear is that, uh, you know, apartheid was abolished and so in, and we're not there in the day to day and haven't been exposed and when I say we people like me many people who've never been uh, to South Africa let alone uh, Africa in general and so when we hear apartheid has been abolished then in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, well, isn't that wonderful? I mean, I remember when it first so-called happened. And so, oh, it's about time. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? And free Mandela. rejoicing, yeah, free Mandela, all of that. And so am I hearing you say that the, there is uh, the residue or, or is it more than just residue? I mean, because residue may, may be like a thin film of dust on your coffee table. Is it more than that? Like I'm looking at my Anyway, tell my business. Is it more? Is it more than just uh, the residue of it? Is it? Is it a, a heavier coat, if you will, of apartheid that is still living there? Well, girl, all I'm gonna do is just say, turn the mirror to America. You know, just turn the mirror to America. How many years has it been since we supposed to be free? Mm-hmm. And we still dealing with this nonsense and mess of racism. It's in the mind. And when we talk about, you know, Willie Lynch and the slave letter of how to control your slaves for thousands of generations, some people say that it's a hoax letter. But then I think about Carter G. Woodson, the miseducation of the Negro, when he talks about if you control a man's thinking, then you don't have to worry about his actions. So mm-hmm. in apartheid, they made the laws and they got in people's minds. They still have the designation like black, white, colored, 
they still got colored people. Really? Mm. Well, what about in your when when you Indian, guys? What did you say? Indian. That's okay. another group of people. Where? Um, so when you guys were over there, and you're going about your day to day, let's just talk about uh, you know checking into the hotel or you know customer service experiences or walking walking around or tourist you know tourist activities that you may have done. Is that something that, or did you experience, no, let me back up. What did you experience as far as uh, any type of cue that, that this may still be happening? Okay. Thank you for that question. Ooh, well, I feel like a reporter. <laughs> you sound good. Okay. It was, it was in South Africa. It was nothing but love. In, I also went to Kenya. It was nothing but love. And I went to Ghana. It was nothing but love, except. Uh oh. Ghana, Ghana was beautiful. Ghana, Ghana's everything. I love, I love Ghana. And this particular day, I went to get coffee. And so it was in a shop. I'm going to say something similar, like to. Um, where you have a gas station and then you have the coffee shop inside the gas station where you can sit and you can order sandwiches, you know, breakfast sandwiches, stuff, and your coffee. So it's like, kind of like a Starbucks, but their own brand of that inside a gas station, like truck stop thing. Okay. Because even their system, like you don't pump your, pump your gas, people pump the gas for you and all of that. So it's a whole different system. So I went in to sit down. No, I went in to order my coffee and I ordered a breakfast sandwich because I was about to be on the road for a couple of hours. So it was early in the morning. I'm going to say about seven. And uh, I went in, ordered, made my order. The girls were super nice. But the idea of fast food is not what we're used to. I'm going to just say it like that. Mm-hmm. And so we're used to you know, McDonald's has a standard of about 90 seconds from the time you order to the time you get your food, blah, blah, blah. But that is, it's not like that in Africa in general. So I'm just sitting there. And so I'm using that time to just study the environment, the, the ways that people are going about their business. You know, I'm just doing my researcher kind of stuff, just looking around. And then, girl, mm. I came foul to about to happen. I know it's something foul. Okay, girl, wait. <laughs> you set girl, it up too girl. much. You set it up. What is it? What happened? Okay. I came into consciousness because my mind, you know how you go, you know, and I came into consciousness and there was this white man yelling at the girls at the counter. Oh, there was obviously some customer service misunderstanding, obviously, but he was up there, girl, talking to them like they was a, a Doug and Basta cuss, like they were a piece of shit. Ooh. That, that he was, I mean, girl, he was in his every bit of white man privilege. I, that's all I could say. 
just talking to them and hollering at them and telling them what they needed to fix this. And he's been waiting for so long. Girl, he was on a roll. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me stop. I'm going to pause right there. All right. In, in all fairness, there are people of all races and nationalities who are just jerks. So was he just a jerk or was he in white privilege? I I just want to be fair. Girl, how am I supposed to know? I don't know what the hell he was in. All I saw with this white man, because I'm coming from America, so that's my area, my line of consciousness. I seen this white man hollering at these black girls that just took my order and were very, very sweet. I don't know what his damn motivation was, but you know what happened? You know Shanique was the bad girl that lives inside of me. Oh, what did you do? Oh, it was Shaniqua. What did she do? She jumped up. She lives inside of you. So was you too. But just go ahead. Okay. I'm okay. just saying, you know, she ain't going for that mess. Mm-mm. She will never go mm. for that mess. Mm. Okay. We had to put the peace queen aside. Because, you know, the peace queen is the peace queen. She can reconcile. But she needs some balance, honey. And Shaniqua jumped up, and I, girl, I didn't even know who I was talking to. I felt like I had an out-of-body experience. Mm -hmm. I walked up to the counter, and I, just like this, I said, hey, who are you talking to? Ooh, good for you. And he turned, and he looked at me, like, all startled. I said, no, you, who are you talking to? Because I know you're not talking to these young ladies like that. What the, what the hell is your problem? Mm, and the, <laughs> the priceless look, the priceless look was the look on the girls' faces. Oh, I bet. That was priceless. Because I was looking at them. I said, they don't deserve this from you. Who are you? How, how are you? I mean, girl, I, I had an outer body experience instinctual and then I did the classic go sit your ass down somewhere oh you did I did okay so I see you made it back safely so <laughs> I know that the ending <laughs> the ending girl please, Louise I'm just telling you girl I had an out-of-body experience because I've been you know all of the tenseness that we have in America with just disrespect as as black women and then disrespect as black people and then just disrespect in general mm-hmm. as non-white people in America. It I'm sitting in Africa. Mm, yes. A girl, it came in my consciousness. I am in Africa and you standing up here talking to these ladies like they don't matter. Go sit your ass down. Girl, what did he so do? He cowered like a puppy. Mm. Like a puppy. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I said, no, just, I said, just go sit down. Get out of my face. And, and he just scurried away. Just, I mean, I promise you, 
like like an ant. Mm. And then I looked at the girls. I said, you okay? Are you okay? And, you know, they were shaking because they, they're they also, you know, there's a, a, um, a delay in the language trans- transition. But I said, are you fine? Are you okay? And they were smiling. And so I left there that day. Girl, I was so mad. Ooh. I was shaking. Oh, I, I bet told, you were. I told my driver, his name was Richmond. I said, Richmond, I, I, I just did this. I said, oh, Lord, I probably would have might have gone to jail. Ooh. I don't know. But this is how I was feeling. And Richmond was like, good. And so then just fast forward, like that was say that was on a Monday. And then on Thursday, I went back in with with um, James, my business partner. And, the same spot? Huh? The same back, spot? Yeah, we went back uh-huh. to the same spot and the girls were there. And when I walked in, I just said hi to them. But James says, oh, they know who you are. And I said, how do you know? And he said, because because they were speaking in their language. Uh-huh. And he understands their language. I didn't understand their language, but he understands their language. He he told me that they were saying, that's her, that's her. Oh, right? that's and awesome. When she came to take my order, um, I I said that James said to her, Do you know her? And he, he, he asked her about me. Do you know her? And he was pointing to her. And she shook her head and she said, yes. And, and James says, tell me how, tell me how you know her. Girl, <laughs> girl, the first, she spoke perfect English. She said, the white man. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, 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 Audrey. Well, girl, that was my reason. That is hilarious. But that was my reason. It's in my heart. I said that was my reason. So, well, now I asked you this. I don't know, Doug, you got the markers there probably about 15, 20 minutes ago. What was your biggest blessing? My okay, okay. <laughs> my biggest blessing was also in Ghana. Okay, well, my biggest blessing was all the people that I met. Let me just say that all the people that I met that I because I totally went there with no scheduled agenda. Okay, this was another thing that I just want to say sometimes you just have to go with the flow, mm-hmm. and I didn't make any appointments except for in South Africa. Because we had the, you know, the delegation and we had a lot of things. Yes. So that one was very scripted. But for Kenya and Ghana, I didn't have an agenda. I said, I'm just going to show up and see what happened. I knew I had to do recruitment for PLU in both of those cities. And um, that was it. But how I was going to do the work. And how I was going to show up, because I also needed to do some work on my PhD, you know, like what's my dissertation going to be like, girl, that's a whole nother story. But um, so the biggest blessing was how God orchestrated 
my path. Okay. okay. That's just totally going with the flow. And so at the end of the day, part of my report is in each city, sister, I met a member of parliament. I had audience with a member of parliament in each city. Wow. So how does that come to be? Mm-hmm. Right. Ain't nothing but God, girl. And who you know? A member that's- of parliament. So that's like um, their parliament is our government. Like- exactly. Like our Congress people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I have what did you access. wait a minute? Hold up. <laughs> so this it, it, clearly there was no agenda because you did not have an agenda. I didn't so have these, these meetings were just impromptu. So what did you talk about? I talked about PLU. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm trying to that was I was trying to recruit for them. And then I talked about, you know, my Peace Works United and what the Peace Queen is up to and how to get opportunities for youth and are they given scholarships for education? And I just wanted to know all the stuff, you know, what is trade and exports look like and what do they have to sell to the U.S. and just all kind of stuff. Just trying to see what was up, what kind of information I could get with them. And I struck gold in, in every single meeting. Wow. Well, yeah, that's so, deep. So that is, that is deep to be able to use your influence, because that's what I did, use my influence and penetrate. You know, I got straight to part, members of parliament in each one of those cities with no agenda. But girl, let me tell you the story. This is the Ooh, one. Tell me, tell me, tell me. What girl. is it? Girl. Can we take a break? I don't know. Doug, we should take a break. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this story about, as you asked me, my biggest blessing uh-huh. when we come back. Okay. This episode of Channel 253 is sponsored by PeaceWorks United and the Greater Tacoma Community Foundation. We're here to remind you that the 2020 census is getting underway and that you, yes, you, should participate. That's right. I know people can get nervous when someone from the government shows up with the clipboard, but here's the truth. Participating in the census will help us get our fair share of representatives to Congress. It will help us get more federal funds to our community, improve our school districts, and many other things. And you don't have to be a voter. You don't have to be a citizen, even. In terms of the census, you count. Ten questions, ten minutes. Census day is April 1st. Fill out that form. Thank you to PeaceWorks United and the Greater Tacoma Community Foundation for your sponsorship of Channel 253 and getting the word out about the 2020 census. So, girl, tell me what happened. Girl, okay, this is is by far the most blessing, and this is in Ghana. Okay. Okay, so for my PhD work, I'm still trying to figure out, like, what is my question? You know, what am I going to be researching and writing my dissertation about? Yeah. I'm a little behind the power curve. But what I, the things that I know for sure that it has to do with entrepreneurship, 
that it has to do with empowering women and girls, that it has to do with something in Africa. So I told my friends when I was going, this is what I'm trying to figure out. And I'm curious about the women that work in the market. Okay. Oh, I saw those videos. I'm curious about them too, Mel. Yes. Okay. So I wanted to learn because entrepreneurship is about, you know, the, the women are working in the market. So I was trying to understand how does that market system work? Because in my PhD, I'm in organizational development and change. So we study systems, we study organizations and like the functions of them. So, so you roll up on this big, these big markets, but I'm curious, like, okay, who's in charge of this? And who started this, it? How did this? It and, yes. Yeah. Do you uh, just come and put your boot up and do you have to pay some taxes or, I mean, like, how does this, can I just bring my stuff and stand on the corner? Is somebody going to get me? And the the ladies that uh, with the, the, the on personal, uh, like the personal shopper with yeah, the balls the, on the head, yeah, your porters. How did that uh, this is what this is what really resonated with me when I saw it. How so they came from the Northland, or and then they they be sleeping there. Oh and then yeah, you talking that, about. You're talking about the Kayai girls. Yeah. Okay. So, but what, so, but let, let me just get to that. Okay. What they're asking me is how did I get, what was my biggest blessing? So when I'm telling my friends that these, I gotta, you know, I'm in a class now, I gotta figure this stuff out. So I need to be meeting somebody. So at the end of the day, I found out that there's in their structure, the Queens there, there is a queen of the market. The market is run by the queen. How she get to be queen? Who elected her queen? The queen is the queen is was appointed by the president's wife back in the day. Because this queen, so at the end of the day, what was my biggest blessing? I got to interview the queen. Oh, I, I think I saw that. Didn't you? No, you, that? Ain't oh, you seen haven't seen. Interview. I ain't seen the queen yet. Okay. No, you ain't met the queen yet. Ooh, I got to. I got to. Wait. The whole process of getting to the queen was awesome. Okay, and so I think we need to back up and and just give a little more context about the market. Yeah. So what is the market? The, the so I was in Ghana. And um, the market is like the biggest enterprise area. It's like organic and free. And that's where everybody come and sell stuff. And you is it like the B&I and I girl? No, not a and i girl. <laughs> it's more like a... Uh, what is it? A farmer's market times a thousand. Oh, okay. Okay. But that's okay. dirty and filthy. Ooh. Ooh it's okay. Dirty and filthy. Mm. Dirty and filthy, but that is in that community in that area. That's where they come and shop. That's where they get their produce. That's where they get, you know, electronics. That's where they get it. That it's where you get everything. That is where commerce happens. So that it's like the outside mall. It's the outside mall. Okay. In a okay. big way, and the outside mall's general manager is the queen. Is the queen. Okay. Okay. All right. And then the queen has 
sub queens because then it could be like i would say the market is as big as you would say the market might be as big as all the square footage of the the lakewood town center and over by uh over by the post office and big lots in them was it like the Starlight Drive-In uh, market bigger than that? Yeah, like okay. that, like that, but uh, big. But gotcha. big. You, I mean, any and everything you'll find there. And people, you know, the women work there, they be selling their stuff and stuff. And so my biggest blessing was to say out loud what I needed. And I, I infiltrated all the way to the queen and i got to meet the queen Ooh, and talk to, to her i have a beautiful interview with her and she's telling me how she became the queen i was asking all those questions because i have to do that for my research in terms of how you establish organization and then i learned about the kaiai girls Ooh, which yes then you know now i'm in love with them that's another layer right there that's that... a whole another layer and they're part of the supply chain mm. because they're the ones that kaiai means porter you know so they carry it on their heads yes and so they're literally the ones that come up on you in the market and and whatever you they follow you around and whatever you buy they put it on there in that bucket and they follow you to your car or whatever. And then they hope that you pay them, but they come from the Northern part of mm -hmm. Ghana. And it's like, that's not where, I mean, girls aren't valued that much and they want to make a better life for their family. So honey, their parents just be bringing them down there and drop them off. And, 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 and then they, they have to live. And they sleep there, and I they saw sleep that. Outside. They have to bathe in the river, my friend. In that Jennifer. river, that nasty river that I saw. Nasty. Oh my God, that river. was. Oh my gosh. You saw it? Mm -hmm. So now I'm a girl, I'm totally on a mission. I want to build a shower facility for them. I want to help uh, the queen clean up them gutters. I just got to um, just, yeah, girl, that's my I think this girl. is a story. Um, I think it goes. Um, just from the little snippets that I saw, it connected me to something that I would never see in person because I ain't gonna go on that long flight. Yeah, and I and I also felt like it was a story that needed to be told. Oh and I don't even want to say story. I want to say a lives that need to be shown way a uh, ways of oh. life a way of life a way of life yes Those girls and i don't know if you saw in the video viewers this i got it on my facebook and i put it probably on peace queen um the peace queen channel somehow we'll we'll get a link maybe we'll even put a link on on um on here on the website i think I, we I, should i think okay. we should everybody right. needs to see that yeah but it was um it was just okay that was life changing for me so that because was your biggest blessing that was my biggest blessing my and and i say that my biggest blessing was to be able to see my future in ministry okay well girl thank you so much well first of all welcome back sister welcome back and you came back into a time 
in the United States of America that we have never been through before. And with that said, I'm so glad. My greatest blessing is that God brought you back safely. Girl, I love you so much. And I'm going to say, yeah, I came back into a time. There was no coronavirus. Girl, I, I dealt with none of that. None of that while I was over there. God took me away for that whole month and I dealt with none of that. So I'm back. I'm strong. My spirit is strong. I'm ready to serve. And, um, I, you know, I'm glad to be home to know you're well. And, and most importantly, to know mommy and daddy are. Yes. Well, we got to keep them up. Well, we're going to talk about girl. Now, you know, we cannot let something go down like this and not talk about it. So we'll talk, yeah, we'll talk about that more extensively. Soon. All right. We got, we got something to say. All okay. Right Love you, sister. All right. Drop the mic. Peace. Thank you for listening to What Say You. If you have conversation ideas or want to follow up on what you heard, please contact Melanie by email at melanie at missmelanie.com. M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E at M-I-S-S-M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E dot com. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. The What Say You podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and We Art Tacoma. This is Channel 253.